Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father God, Lord, tonight we wholeheartedly dedicate this evening to the work of your Spirit in our midst. Therefore, we stand back so that your Holy Spirit might lead this service. I pray that the power of God manifests to every person connected to this service. We are so reliant upon the work of your Spirit, O God, that tonight we ask you for a move of your Holy Spirit in our midst, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, I, I, I need us to do one thing here tonight. I need us to stand up and give the Holy Spirit a welcome in this place. Let's welcome the Spirit of God in this place. Hallelujah. We praise you, Almighty God, in this place. Bless your holy name. We praise you. We praise you. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I, I think we've had quite phenomenal services up to now. And it is absolutely stunning to experience the move of God in this place. And, you know, to have been part of Pentecost since the first day I gave my life to Christ, I have always taken Pentecost as the highlight on the Christian calendar of my life. I, I make it my aim and my purpose to open up my heart to God, to receive from Him something. And He has never let me down. And He will never let you down. He knows exactly what you need, but do you know what you need? And Tatu spoke about the fire of God and he took my message. <laughs> because that message always belongs to me. <laughs> it's my kind of message. So the fire of God is something that is something I desire. But where I realized that I'm a little bit different than the person next to me, I had a friend named John. And John one day fell. We played and he fell. And on a spike, he ripped open his arm. And there I realized, and it came to my, my knowledge that I was an intense person. Because I started shouting like a little girl. And I didn't know, it's the first time in my life that I got so excited about an event. How can I help this man? And then as I developed in my, in my humanness, you know, when you're an intense person, <laughs> how many of you are intense people? Okay, all the women should raise their hands. <laughs> but, but when you're an intense person, uh, 
it is, it, you, you quickly lose focus on things around you and you want to get to the job. <laughs> and my absolute desire, I must tell you, as a pastor working with Pastor Adult now, for 22 years I've been in ministry next to our pastor and Maud. And the intensity rubs off because of the Holy Spirit. It is because there is a true focus upon the Spirit of God in this place that you are in a good church. I do not know what it would mean to be in a church where the Holy Spirit is not active. Because truly the church, or let me say Satan, has made the work of the Holy Spirit weird. In the meantime, it's the most practical thing that you can do is to move under the anointing of God's Spirit. Amen. If it is not practical for you, then the evening has arrived for you to get practical in your application of what God wants to do in your life and through your life. And it is wonderful. You actually become a person. You, do you know how we go to the office when we work daily? When I finally sit in my chair, I get excited. I don't know about you, about your job. <laughs> but I literally get excited about how God is going to move this day through me. Do you experience that? What do you experience in your daily walk with Christ? Because we all got the same Holy Spirit. We all got the same fire. We all got the same anointing. But for those, for those who takes this message serious, there's a blessing. There's a blessing. Because we are living in a dark world and this dark world needs a lot of fire. This dark world needs a lot of people who, like Pastor Tartus said, is on fire. But how do you become on fire? What is this process in a person's life that you need to become on fire? Like we said before, you need to be saved. Because you cannot fake salvation. In judgment day, that will be exposed. On judgment day, it will be exposed what kind of person I have been. And we have the opportunity in 2023, on this specific evening, to change the course of our lives forever. And it takes one solid decision. The, the solid decision a person needs to make is to become spiritual. There's something that happens on the inside of a person when the voice of God is activated. Because I do not believe that a person cannot hear the voice of God. That is the lie of the devil. Each person here, because we have the same Holy Spirit, we have that fire burning on the inside of us. 
Each person must hear the voice of God clearly in their lives. And it's not hocus pocus. It's not weird. It's not like you go down a street and there's four different churches. This church says no makeup. This church is too much makeup. You know, it truly is about the heart of a person being connected to your God and then to avail yourself. So let us get to the scripture, the word of God, and let us go to Romans 12 from verse 3. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in the body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Having then gifts differing to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. <laughs> the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and I actually want to get there, is not made for the fivefold ministry. It is made to be used under the power of God to change a world. Now when the gifts of God operate in a person's life, then it's the power of that gifts that change circumstances and change people's lives. So I have noticed that Satan's greatest focus is upon destroying the gifts of God in the body of Christ to get people to a place so that the gifts of the Holy Spirit might not work through people. So either people are after the gifts or it's no gifts. But the only way that the gifts of God can operate in a person's life is when you become spiritual and when the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit in your life. And the Holy Spirit is not a dove. The Holy Spirit is not a flask of oil. The Holy Spirit is not a flame of fire. The Holy Spirit is God Himself. Amen. Praise His name. And the moment you start evaluating the way you see the Spirit of God, then you'll quickly and clearly hear His voice and see His operation in your life. Many people do not even know, actually most Christians do not even know how the gifts of God are working in their lives. Because I don't go quickly to the Bible and see, okay, wait, what's the thing that just happened here? It's an automatic thing that happens to a person when you're being used by God. And everyone here, every single person here tonight and listening through the live streaming. You have the gifts of the Holy Spirit ready to work in your life. We just need to activate and listen to the voice of God this year from this night onward. 
But it says here, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. I actually believe that every businessman and businesswoman have the gift of giving. But we use our gift for the boat on the vol. I'm serious about this. God gives you a lot of money and the money actually goes to the place I want to go in the rest. Your rest is in the presence of God. From that place you grow spiritually and the Spirit of God equips you for the future. If you're selling fat cakes or fat cooker on the corner of a street and you're a businesswoman or businessman, make it your ministry. Connect to your church. The body of Christ should have been further down the road. I actually think the rapture should have happened. But people are not taking the business of God serious by not taking the Holy Spirit serious in your life. We, there must be a renewed focus. This is why we have Pentecost. What's the purpose of Pentecost? The purpose of Pentecost is not to have a relaxed life and to, to have that comfort to know that I'm okay. I am guaranteed of my salvation. You are definitely guaranteed by the Holy Spirit of God that when you avail yourself, He will use you. Oh, this world is waiting for this church out there. It's waiting, waiting for people to get activated. He who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good, and be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in the hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality, Bless those who curse you. <laughs> Bless and do not curse. That sounds to me like a spiritual Christian right there. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another and do not set your mind on high things. This thing about do not setting your mind on high things is a distraction to the work of God's Spirit in a person's life. Because if you do not surrender everything you have to the ministry of God's Spirit, you will stagnate and always be dependent upon getting and never giving. To have the Spirit of God, we truly become givers in the kingdom of God. Whenever we walk, we want to give either a word, ministry, the power of God ministering in their lives. But if nothing happens in my spiritual life, if nobody ever got saved, what's the purpose of God's Spirit in my life? Just to get me to the end. 
We can never live like that. That's not the meaning of Pentecost. Pentecost is truly to find your calling and your purpose in your church. Truly, I'm telling you, I have seen now through the years after COVID, through this year now, how people have started to being activated. And it's beautiful. We see you. We as pastors, we see you. Well done, good and faithful servant. Now we move on. The moving on is the growing of this church on the West Rand. That's our focus. You have a part to play in this West Rand, or as Pastor Harold said, the Woosterrand. <laughs> Pastor Harold didn't say that in any case. So, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and this is the key. You shall be witnesses to me, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Little Falls, Kriegersdorp, and everywhere. Are you a witness? What are you witnessing of? <laughs> I know it's quite nice to be full of fire and then witnessing. Yeah. I know that, that feels good. Because although sometimes you shake when you go into situations, but you're not going to back down because the enemy doesn't rest. He doesn't rest. He's hard at work to take what belongs to God. And this church should be hard at work taking back what belongs to God. That's the purpose of Pentecost. Give the Lord a praise offering. So here I have four keys to you when the Spirit of God is operative in a person's life. First of all, there's guidance. There's guidance in a person's life. You know the direction you are going. So number one, guidance. He will guide you. Then direction, because there's a destination. It is His function to get us to the end. But if I have high things in my life, that, that became Israel's problem. On every hill was a high thing. Every hill consisted of idolatry. What does that mean in a Christian's life? An undevoted life is an idolatrous life because it denies the power of God's Spirit that He wants to work in a person's life. Tonight, high things are coming down in people's lives. High things come down. There's direction. Then there's revelation, spiritual illumination. The spirit of illumination in the knowledge of Him. The greatest knowledge a person possesses in your maturity as a Christian is the knowledge of Him. That's the greatest knowledge a person can possess. As you grow in the Spirit, you get to know Him. Because that is what the Spirit of God came to do. And then, here's the one. I love this one. Empowerment. Empowerment. Have you been empowered? Are you a V1, V2, V3, 4, 5? What kind of V engine is in, on the inside of you? Because the God that I serve, He's limitless. You know, He'll go as far as you go. <laughs> because He cannot take you beyond what you are willing to do. But the moment you take the limits off, 
You cast off the restraint. The moment you say, you know what, I've, I've never felt what it feels like to pray for five hours. Let's do it. Have you, have you, have you tried that? I remembered when Pastor Harold, one year, and I was still a young Christian, Pastor Harold said, you know, he's prayed so many hours, and I took everything as an instruction. <laughs> Every single Pastor Harold doesn't know. <laughs> so everything became an, okay, I've got to do that now. I didn't know that that causes a person to be, and this is actually what my message is about, to be full of the Holy Spirit. Because we see this terminology. We see this terminology that in the disciples that came forward, when they had to select seven men, that when they chose the men, that they were full of the Holy Spirit. So, God uses and chooses people that are full of the Holy Spirit. My spiritual duty is to allow God's Spirit to fill me up through spiritual activity. No spiritual activity. I am sorry, no power. The power, you know, it's like a, there's a plug. And that plug is always open. What comes in just goes out. But it's time. It is truly time to take the limits off. To see what the Spirit of God can do through a life truly devoted. Because I really believe each one of us can do better. Can you do better? I really believe that. So... Listen to the people that God used. Paul was zealous towards his God. Ananias was a devout man. Apollos was mighty in scriptures and fervent. In, I want to meet that man. It's my kind of person that. Lydia was faithful to the Lord. A businesswoman. But she was faithful to the Lord. She's the one that took Paul into her house and cared for this man. Barnabas was, and this comes directly out of the Bible, as it is. Barnabas was full of the Holy Spirit and faith. See, it's always and something. And with many of these people, you'll see and faith. And faith. And faith. Stephen was full of faith and the Holy Spirit. And then it says, and power. That's the way he went to heaven, full of power. Cornelius was, at the moment of salvation, Cornelius was a candidate who was a just man, one who feared God and had a good reputation. And I see this word reputation comes up consistently in the book of Acts. Your reputation. Your reputation. What is your reputation, truly? If you honestly look at your life now, tonight, your reputation as a Christian. What is your reputation? Are you a spiritual man, a spiritual woman? Are you full of the Holy Spirit? If the Bible says a person can be full of the Holy Spirit, it means that we can be full of the Holy Spirit. It means that the world is waiting for full of the Holy Spirit people. 
And that's our purpose. Romans 8.13 says, For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Being led by the Spirit. That church, that is your motivation for going through things is because of the leading of God's Spirit in our lives. So, Galatians 4.18 says, But it is good to be zealous in a good thing always. And not only when I'm present with you, Paul said. Paul said the people become zealous when he's present. <laughs> but he says, when I'm not present, be zealous then. It says, my little children, for whom I labor in birth until Christ is formed on the inside of you. Until Christ is formed on the in inside of you. You see, that is a person that becomes full of the Holy Spirit. It's when Christ is now finally formed on the inside of a person. And when Christ is formed on the inside of, the per of a person, then you go to levels you've never been. But you do it with a heart of faith, a heart of thanksgiving, taking out the high things, establishing the Word of God in a person's life. And then under the leading and guidance of the Holy Spirit, a person goes forward. And then nothing ever stops you. See, many people have now put on the handbrake on their spiritual lives. They've literally stopped, stopped, and said, I'm now old, in, I'm too old now. <laughs> Some, you know, there's nothing like a spiritual pension that'll take you to an early grave. God alone knows. People so filled. Do you know there's a person in the church, this person could, can hardly, let me leave it there, but this person is in every single service, every single home cell, every spiritual activity. And then this person comes to me and says, Pastor, I want to do more. You can barely walk, but you want to do more. Full of the Holy Spirit. That's exactly what full of the Holy Spirit means. Because this person has availed himself, herself. While they are alive, they're going to be used by God. No arthritis. No flatitis. <laughs> I wanted to use that one. 1 Corinthians 12, as we close the service. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, I do not want you to be ignorant. Can you remember the previous sermon? The three things that Paul warned us against being ignorant? So this is the third one, about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It says here, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away by dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences in ministry, but the same Lord. And then there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. 
Then it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So if my gift doesn't profit you, that's what you were, this is the word, and I don't want to be harsh, because it's a wonderful time of Pentecost, but then it's useless. <laughs> For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. It's what we call the revelation gifts, the vocal gifts, and the power gifts, if you didn't know about that. The revelation gifts is something that is revealed, and then the vocal gifts is what we speak, and then power gifts is, and I love this one, the working of miracles. Now, if God's Spirit is truly in this place tonight, which He is, then that should happen tonight. This, this exact one. You see, a week ago, I went with Gussie inside a place, and I used some stuff, you know, so I went, and I saw they had, in this product range, they had certain new things. You know, if I can say what it is, it's Clarence. So, but the men's product, suddenly I see that they have a day cream for men. <laughs> Whatever that means. So I wanted to test it to see if a miracle is going to happen. <laughs> so without Gussie seeing me, I took and I rubbed it on and I turned to her and she just went on. I'm not going to buy that stuff. <laughs> the miraculous are for those who truly devote their lives to God. The miraculous are for those who are filled with God's Spirit. Now, I know that Sunday night comes the big laying on of hands, but tonight... The whole day I've been, you know, you cannot premeditate what God's Spirit wants to do. You cannot. It's impossible. And that's where a person relaxes. Always on a stage, you, you just stand back. But a word came up to me today. And that's the word called calling. Calling. There are people here tonight. There's a calling on your life, and it needs to be activated. Right, and that is done by the Spirit of God. And the second thing we need to do tonight as well, so I'm going to have us move the calling people here. And then the Lord impressed on my heart that there are sick people here tonight, people who need truly a touch of God. And I want to, over here, pray for such people. And all the pastors are ready. I can see they are so fired up. Are you ready, church? 
as we go into now, into a time of ministry, can I call the band? And I just want us to activate something on the inside of us just to get the blood flowing. And then the people, as you are ready, if there's a calling upon your life, and let's say there's been a prophecy regarding your life, but nothing has happened. We want to pray for you tonight. We want to activate purpose so that God might use you as He wants to use you. But tonight, let us, let us, oh, the band is getting ready. I just need us to loosen up the limbs. You know, we're a bit tight in the winter. Amen. Marie. One minute. One minute. Please. Okay. Praise God. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. As you are ready, you are welcome to come forward. But let us sing a song unto God. Amen. Thank you. To the night, wanting a place to hide this little soul, this bag of bones. I tried with all my mind, but I just can't with the fight. I'm slowly drifting back
person that wants to, if you're married, wants to fall pregnant, please come to the front and the pastors will pray for that. Any person, there's a call for that. Amen. We're going to end off with another song.
Wow, you are the most faithful people on this planet. I need to give you something that was on my heart. Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take out the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes that you will keep my judgments and you will do that. God, behind the scenes, give the Lord a praise offering. Behind the scenes, the Lord has been working with many of you tonight. The Lord has been shifting lines, pulling them straight. You will see as you wake up tomorrow that something happens on the inside of you. There is something fresh and new that is beginning to be birthed in a person's life until Christ is formed in you. Now, as faithful as we were tonight, tomorrow night, we have some surprises for you. So, but you need to come to church, obviously. <laughs> Let me pray for you. Let me send you home. Father God, Lord, we are truly thankful for this time of Pentecost because there's truly some newness and a refreshing in the air. You are busy touching your people, reviving, strengthening, empowering, and sending them, Father. Lord, tonight, we are so grateful for the gathering of the corporate. Thank you for your people that paid a price, made a sacrifice to be here tonight. Please keep your people safe. And as we go, Father, May your spirit truly tonight rest upon us and show us the future in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.